Hey everyone, welcome to the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Uh, joining me today is the co-founder and CEO of Harmonic Health, Jim Gira. How are you today? I'm great. I'm, I'm excited to be on here uh, and getting a chance to talk with you and talk about uh, the company and all the things we're doing. Well, let's kick it off. Tell the audience a little bit about you. Uh, so I've, um, I've been in healthcare, uh, I think like almost 30 years now, uh, a lot of business development, a lot of, uh, you know, new startup companies have, you know, done the startup, uh, adventure a handful of times. <laughs> and so I'm, uh, I guess crazy enough to have decided to come back and, uh, work with redesign health, uh, who's, you know, our, our partner where, uh, Harmonic Health was born out of uh, the Redesign Health uh, Venture Studio and came back and said, hey, another startup would be really exciting and, and fun to do. Um, and it's in a it's in a place that's uh, near and dear to my heart at this moment in time, which is uh, supporting patients with Alzheimer's, dementia and Parkinson's. I'd say, you know, after being in healthcare for several decades, I've not had the opportunity to work in a space that personally affects me. And uh, this is a space that I deal with on a daily basis uh, because my wife and I are caregivers for three family members who are uh, afflicted with Alzheimer's and dementia. So we, we live, we live this uh, day in and day out. So it's, it's, it's exciting to be in a new company uh, building new solutions to support physicians, to support patients and caregivers uh, who struggle with one of the more challenging diseases uh, I've really ever experienced. And talk us through what, what I like to call, I, I've been calling this recently, and if someone already said this, then I apologize for taking credit up for it, but talk us about this, like the redesign health advantage uh, about, you know, partnering up to, to build a business. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a great question. Uh, Doing a startup is brutal. Um, that's there's just no way around it. It's way more challenging than you would ever think. Uh, you have no idea what the difficulties will be. You can have an idea, but um, even if things are going really well, there's still challenges, um, and it's just a lot to do. I, I'd say the the biggest difference with redesign, besides they bring capital, which a lot of venture capital firms do. They have hired uh, an extraordinary amount of really smart, highly capable individuals that really support you in, in virtually every aspect of the company from, um, you know, working through and incubating the idea, uh, you know, developing the, you know, basic business model, understanding what the market is, understanding the potential, you know, customers, uh, potential avenues that you can take as a business. Uh, to marketing, to branding, to HR, to talent uh, acquisition, to, uh, you know, operations, legal resource. And I, I, you know, all of these things that are just really hard when you're one of the first one, two or three founders of a company, um, you know, usually sitting in a room either virtually or physically going, hey, uh, how the hell do we do this? And uh with redesign, it's it's a real difference. It's it's just it's a completely different environment because you really have just a lot of resources to tap into. I think one of the other things, the advantage part, where really the advantage really shines, is 
the network of CEOs and the network of venture chairs and other uh, high-level individuals at Redesign that open up a network of individuals that are almost impossible to access to help you problem solve, to open up doors to new opportunities. Um, I thought it would be really good. It's been much, much better than I expected. Um, and it's been a great working relationship with them. And you mentioned, obviously, when, when building this company, when starting this company, you, you have this personal experience. Why, why does it seem like this particular space that you're kind of diving into has, has seen maybe, maybe little innovation or the, the problems that exist within it haven't been solved in the past? I, I know this is, you, you could say this about any space, but particularly to your space, why, why do some of the problems that you know, you're, you're going after still exist? Uh, I think there's, it's a great question. Again, I think there's, for me, I think there's three reasons. Um, I think, first of all, it's incredibly complicated and it's, it's not a simple disease to address. And there's not a, you know, you can't say, here's your care plan. Here's your pathway. Here's the way we'll do treatment. And, uh, and that's a, and it's clear cut, right? It's, it's very complicated, um, disease, right? It's hard to diagnose. It's hard to get, uh, you know, patients to actually, and patients and family to even understand that a loved one could have this disease. I think that's the first challenge. I think the, the second challenge with it is there's been no treatment until recently. There was no hope. And so this this is not like a disease where you get the diagnosis and it's like, oh, okay, I have cancer. I'm likely going to die. Um, if it's a pancreatic cancer or something severe, it's you're going to die. In addition, it's, it's going to take most of your abilities away, your ability to speak, your ability to remember, potentially even your ability to control emotions and interact with loved ones and families. It is a horrific and brutal disease. So I, I, the severity, I think, is really challenging. I mean, I know with my family members, you know, it's like I feel like I'm confronting my own mortality when I'm, you know, you know, essentially trying to help them. And so it's, it's you know, it's a really, it's, a, it's challenging, right? It challenges you in a lot of ways. And I think the third reality with this is, and it's unfortunate because it's what our healthcare system is based on here in the U.S. is there was never any financial incentives. Um, and that's the re harsh reality of healthcare in the U.S. is that if there's not a financial incentive, you're not going to get taken care of. And so if you're a patient who has is pretty healthy, you're 67 years old um, and you've just been a really active individual and you have to have a total knee replacement, you'll get incredible care management, incredible care coordination across your entire you know, 30 or 90 day episode of care. If you're a patient who has dementia, uh, you're just not going to get much because nobody's getting paid anything extra. And I, I would say that's probably the biggest change that's happened in Alzheimer's dementia and, and other neurodegenerative diseases in the past year has been, one, there's now treatments. There's a lot of treatments that are in the pipeline that expect to actually start to impact the disease in a positive way. And number two is there's new financial incentives that are encouraging people to really start to take care of these patients and add additional resources. And and talk us through, Jim, how how you know Harmonic works today. So we're a healthcare service uh, 
tech-enabled healthcare service entity. So the way we work is we partner with a physician group. It could be a primary care group, could be a neurology group, could be a health system. And uh, doctors have limited time and limited resources. We come in with nurse practitioners, licensed clinical social workers, other nurses to help do care coordination, help manage the patients, support the families and caregivers outside of their interactions with the physicians. So uh, we work as what you would call like a wraparound or an extension of the physician um, and work in close partnership with them to help provide those patients a higher degree of support and, uh, and navigation as they, you know, go, go through and, and try to battle this disease. I think if you, I mean, typically if you're a, if I look at my own family members, I mean, they may see the neurologist once a year if they're lucky. Um, and they likely see their primary care doctor two to four times a year. At Harmonic, we would see a patient one to two times a month, you know, or almost every other week. So the increased frequency, the increased amount of time, those are the things we're helping with. Um, and, and that's really the service we provide. In terms of what's next for Harmonic, what, what excites you about the next steps that you'll be taking? I think what excites us is there's a, there's a few new opportunities. One, I think, is really around the treatments. But uh, we're excited that CMS uh, has finally acknowledged that they need to have a uh, payment system in place to better support these patients. So they've released a new model called the CMMI Guide model. And uh, hopefully we will see that released, uh, that application released soon. We're excited about that, right? We're excited about the opportunity to um, partner with uh, physician groups, providing these services, a focus on comprehensive dementia care services, ideally in, in virtually every state in the country. So that, that's what excites us is I feel like this is a market that's really opening up where there's real solutions, there's real financial incentives that are aligned with providing better care for the patients. Um, yeah, I, I can say that as a caregiver, if I put my caregiver hat on, there's nothing. I mean, there's, I, I, it's shocking. It's just frankly shocking how little there is for families and patients. I mean, our care plan, we've got, my, my family has great doctors. Our care plan was go to the Alzheimer's website. That, that's, that's what you get. Go to a website, start reading up on stuff, figure it out, you know, figure it out yourself. You know, and, and more healthcare colleagues I've spoken to who have family members with the same disease have all said the same thing, right? It's, it's, it's just shocking how little there is. So I'm excited to be able to actually provide a solution in this space um, and, and just really start to, to give caregivers, families, uh, and patients like, hey, here's a plan. Hey, we're here for you. We've got our, you know, navigation and care coordination services to help support you. Uh, we'll, we'll manage any, help you manage through any particular challenges you have. And for these patients, it's daily task and daily living is a, a huge challenge. So, you know, I, I'm excited to bring a solution to a market that has been, uh, for the most part, abandoned uh, for a majority of uh, the majority of this, the existence of this of this disease. The thing I like most about your story, like your story and, and why you're building this company is that personal component. 
it seems like all the all the best entrepreneurs have that personal piece you know that really helps drive them and what they're building how does you know you taking care of your family members how does that play into this this you know company that you're building it's i mean it's it's really helpful for i it's hard in one sense. I mean, just honestly, it's hard because I, I never escape this. It's, you know, I'm working all day on trying to help lead and build a company to provide care for um, and address this disease. And then, you know, at night or throughout the day, we're still helping with family members. Um, but, you know, the, so it's that's hard. I think what really helps is you know, I, I see every day, like what's going on. I've worked with, I mean, I've worked with tens of thousands of physicians. So I've worked with a lot of doctors and have enormous respect for how incredibly difficult and challenging their jobs are. And I know it's, it's not a sense of neglect. It's a sense of they're just, they're beyond capacity. Right. So I know that my family members, their doctors just need more help and support. So it, I, you know, seeing that on a day to day basis is like, oh, well, this is a fairly simple solution. We could come in at, as Harmonic and help do this or help do that or, you know, help just make sure there's an actual coordination between these two issues. Right. I mean, just getting medications filled um, for a patient who has severe cognitive uh, impairment is really difficult. Right. So our ability to go in there and solve that uh you know, I'm excited about that. That's, and it really helps because I, I kind of live this day in and day out. So understanding what really works and what doesn't is helpful. I also think there's, um, there's a sense of real, <laughs> there's a sense of realism with this is when I would talk to a physician or a group and they say, well, we're doing a lot of this. I'm like, I know you think you're doing a lot of this, but let me tell you, I'm sitting on the other side and there's nothing happening here right? We're not getting anything. So I, it's really good to have that vantage point because uh, I can immediately flip from, hey, is our company doing what we're supposed to do to help physicians, patients, and caregivers to suddenly being the caregiver going, okay, did we really do what I said we were going to do in the business? I, I can experience it uh, from a different lens, which is really helping. Like in music, it's like you're on stage playing, but you're also in the audience. And having both of those vantage points just allows you to see the full the full picture. Super interesting approach, and and I'm sure it does. But going back to what you said earlier, it must be it must weigh on you though, right? You're building this company to solve a lot of the problems that that you yourself are facing with with family members, and then you still have to. It doesn't end, right? It's a it's an endless uh, cycle. So kudos to you and your family for you know, continuing to do that. Well, I, yeah, I appreciate that. I, I think it's, you know, I, I feel like I'm fortunate. I mean, it's, it's not that it's not tough, but it's like I have to look at it in a positive way, which is I'm fortunate to be experiencing this and have an ability to impact it. So honestly, it's my responsibility to try to do this for the people who can. I mean, for somebody who's a teacher or, a, you know, an accountant or a fireman who's trying to care for their mother, or grandparents or loved one who has this disease, they're not they don't have the advantage I have, right? My wife is a master's level nurse. I'm a, I've been in healthcare almost 30 years. We're, we're very well equipped to manage this. And so it's honestly, it's my responsibility to try having a positive impact on helping the people that are afflicted by this disease. So I, 
I, I welcome the challenge and I'm happy to be able to have a positive impact on this. It's hard as hell, um, dude. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's hard as hell, man. But it is, you know, it's, it's like, this is the cards I got dealt and I'm, I'm happy to play this hand. Well, I'm glad that, that you and I have been able to connect and, and I can't wait to get you on some other uh, episodes and we can dig even deeper, but really appreciate you kind of telling your story and giving us an overview of the company and, and hearing what's next. So thanks for being a guest here today. No, I'm thrilled to be on here. I love your podcast and uh, I think you're doing great things. And uh, this is it's really an honor to get a chance to speak with you and look forward to, to talking further. 